right, that's Dom on the drums. What am I playing? Am I playing the air guitar? Is that Renner? Yeah, you can play the air guitar. I can play the air yeah, all day long. All day long. Hey, it's cool to be Catholic. It's fun to be Catholic. And there are struggles with being Catholic, but that's okay because the Lord is there in our sufferings and in our joys. Sometimes we have a tendency to just want to be with the Lord when we're in the joys, but he actually wants to be with us through all of it. He wants to be with us through the highs and the lows. And the way to remember that is through prayer. And we're going to start this hour off with a prayer. Sophia, are you there? Yes. Sophia, what grade are you in? I'm in eighth grade. And where do you go to school? I go to school at St. Joseph in Athens. All right. And what prayer are you going to lead for us today? The prayer to St. Joseph. All right. Anytime you're ready. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good St. Joseph, as you held the Christ child in your arms and cared for him, hold the needs of our church family in your arms and take care of us. As we trust in God, we also trust your help. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sophia. What's your uh, favorite class, or what do you enjoy studying the most? I enjoy math the most. Really? Do you have any ideas of what you might do? Uh, I mean, I know it's only eighth grade, so you don't have to stick to it. Whatever you say on the radio, you don't have to do, but do you have any ideas for what you'd like to do in the future? Um, I have thought about it. I'm not totally sure. Uh, You haven't completely figured it out in eighth grade? (laughs) It's okay. No. It's okay. We all make a... Changes in our life, but uh, thank you so much for being with us. And Sophia, continue to pray to Saint Joseph because he will guide you through your life, and he will also pray to Our Lady. Thank you so much for leading us in prayer this morning. Of course, thank you. All right, folks, that is the future of the church, the future joy of our church. As many of the popes remind us, and our our bishops and priests remind us, <clears throat> the youth are the future of the church. And uh, just because we're old, we can still be young at heart, as Therese. Reminds us of the little way. She says in her little way, it's like an elevator to heaven by just crying out, Daddy, oh Jesus. And he wants us to come to him as little children, no matter how old we are, no matter where we are in life. And we're here to remind you that of that on the quest. So help us continue to remind ourselves, you know, this journey is not always about, hey, we want to save other people. That's true. We do want to, except we can't save anybody. Only Jesus can save, but we can point to him through our lives. And as we point to others, we also point, you know, we point, we point others to Jesus as we get pointed ourselves to Jesus. One of the things you might note in life, when we learn things, when we learn things, we don't actually really learn them well until we share them with others. If you're a teacher, if you're a parent, you know this, that as you try to share what you know with others, suddenly you're like, wait a minute, I I, I understand this now because I now have to translate it from listening to sharing. And that's what we're here to do, to share our faith. And that's why many of our guests are coming on today to share their faith with others. So we're going to be journeying through this conversation as we invite you to journey with us as well. Give us a call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or give online at thequestatlanta.com. Give you a quick update last hour. We had a $3,000 goal. Um, We had a number of people check in. Anonymous checked in and said, hey, what are you short? Remember I mentioned that short person? Well, we had a short person check in and said, I will make up the hour, so let's get you to that $3,000 point. So thank you, Anonymous, for doing that. You are wonderful. We love you. Uh, Kathy, also thank you for checking in. And Bill, what a great gift helping us get to our goal in the 9 o'clock hour. And as as I mentioned earlier this morning, Every hour this hour, we have matching dollars available until they're gone. Um, And so we've got a number of matching dollars available. We're going to keep matching dollar for dollar your call until we use up those matching dollars available to you. Do we have another $3,000 goal this hour? And uh, we're kicking it off here with a couple of calls. I'll give you an update in just a little bit. But keep them coming. Keep calling so that we can, as I mentioned, kind of like a quarter. We want to have the conversation in the studio, but we have to have a quarter in the machine, and that's your call at 470-508-1160 or a gift online at thequestatlanta.com. My name is Steve Splonskowski in studio here all day with, with Dom. 
and he is running the board for us. And this hour, uh, we have some special guests in studio and my co-host, Jack Tyson. Jack, how are you this morning? I'm great, Steve, and it's, it's great to meet you in person. We've spoken on the phone before. You are an awesome help, and, and thanks for being here. Thanks for helping the Quest. Oh, it's an honor to be here. Jack, tell us a little more about yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've been volunteering with the Quest for about a, a year and a half and uh, became familiar with the station because I'm a big fan of EWTN. So when uh, when I heard Catholic Radio was coming to Atlanta, you know, I started to tune in and uh, I helped run a, a fundraiser at my parish, uh, St. Bridget, and the, and the Quest is our media partner. So that's how I got to know everybody here. And then I guess it was about three pledge drives ago. I started, you know, playing different roles uh, around the pledge drive. And it's been great. Met a lot of a lot of awesome people. It's a it's really a really cool community of volunteers. Well, and as our brother Terry was with us yesterday, he was wearing, wearing this MOSB uh, name tag, as you are today. Remind us of what that means. Yeah, that was Matt Curry. And uh, oh, Matt, Matt and I are both. Uh, Matt runs the Men of St. Bridget. And uh, and I'm uh, kind of on the on the committee, and that's and one of the things that our committee does is we run the Monsignor Reynolds Charity Challenge every year and try to benefit the ministries around the church that really don't have fundraising capability, and then even uh, some around the archdiocese we support seminarians, and and it's been going on for 23 years. So MOSB Men of Saint Bridget. That's right. It's a it's a great parish. It's the uh, you know I'm a cradle Catholic and and moved to Georgia in '82 and and by far this is my uh, my favorite parish of all time. And uh, what do you think the men of St. Bridget should do, Jack? Men of St. Bridget should pick up the phone and call four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. And uh, if not not for me, not for Matt, you're 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 not calling because of us. You're calling because you want to support the quest and all the great work that they're doing. Or you can give online at thequestatlanta.com and download that mobile app. I'd like to thank Bob for checking in in honor of Jack Tyson. Bob, thank you for that gift. Also, do you know Bob? That's uh, that's cousin Bob. He's out in uh, in La Jolla, California, and I'll, I'll give a shout out to uh, my. I used to call him Little Bob when we were growing up, but he's not so little anymore. Hey, Bob, I was just in your neck of the woods about. 12 days ago doing a pledge drive for JP2 Radio, so you can actually listen to Catholic Radio right in your backyard, too. So thank you, Bob, for that. Also, Betsy checking in in honor of Nicole, who's going to be our guest, and we're going to introduce her in just a minute. Uh, And then also Pam and Lou checking in in honor of Jack Tyson. So, Jack, there's another... Yeah, Pam and Louie, from, uh, I, I grew up with those guys. We all went to St. John's University together in, in New York a long time ago, and we've, we've been friends ever since. So thanks, thanks Pam and Louie. Also a gift from Nicole and Dominic and Amy. So a great gift there. Thank you so much for your generosity. Uh, is that, Dominic, is that you? Was that you? Yes, no? it is. I think I, say, I recognize uh, yeah, that last that name. That is definitely, yep, those are my parents. <laughs> oh, oh, those are your parents. Okay. Yes. You're Dom the second. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. Yes. Thank you, Mom, and thank you, Dad, especially for Dominic. He's doing a wonderful job here in the studio. He's keeping us online and on task, and he doesn't even, like, he like when I go try to go for a longer break, he's like, you get in here right now. No, he's very, very nice. You've done a great job. We are very proud of your son. Good job, Mom and Dad Volano. Uh, and uh, also, just want to invite you to join this work by calling 470-508-1160. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty or online thequestatlanta.com. You know, Steve, uh, Dom is doing a great job, and that's why around here he's known as the Dominator. Ooh, is that really <laughs> okay? So that there's a nickname now. Okay, <laughs> I guess we just made that up, but I like that the Dominator. Do you like that? Can we use that? Uh, no, no, we no. can't. He just said no. <laughs> I tried. I tried. We tried. We'll have to come up with a new nickname. Our goal for by the end of the day is to have a new nickname that Dom likes. Okay, well, let's uh, focus on the task at hand. Nicole Janie? Janie. Janie. Mm-hmm. Nicole, thank you for being in studio with us this morning. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I am a parishioner at uh, Cathedral of Christ the King right in Atlanta, and um, I'm married to my wonderful husband, Andy, for 16 years now. I've got an 11-year-old son named Alex, and um, we're pretty involved with our parish, which is how I ended up getting involved with the Quest, because I had heard um, a, an online reach out saying, we need volunteers, reach out and see how you can volunteer. And I um, 
contacted them and they said we're putting together a, a group called the pep team which is parish events participation and i thought that's a good spot for me because i like to participate in the events at my parish so um the team is i think i can say in its infancy sort of we're just uh, about a year now and there's just now starting to be events at parishes again so i've enjoyed getting involved um on that side of things with the quest that's how i ended up here <laughs> and that's actually how uh, steve the first time you and i spoke uh, when uh carol and steph who you know run the quest uh, um had this idea of doing parish outreach you know a lot of a lot of the radio stations have you know like an ambassador program or something like that you know and they had a little bit of a different approach but it definitely definitely parish outreach and event planning you know type of thing and we now have even on the section of the website there's you can go on there and you know thequestatlanta.com and just click on the, the quest on location and you can see some of the events that we've started to work so recently there was um the relics of saint padre pio right we're on display and and we had uh, a bunch of our te uh, pep team members went there and represented the quest all day uh the knights of columbus from uh saint uh, benedict had a had a fundraiser recently and nicole and i were there and we were interviewing people and and nicole what were the the uh, the golfers all they were all sort of talking about it right because they could see her walking around and interviewing people and what were they calling us the press yeah, and she goes. Here comes they're, the they're, press. Ca they're calling us the press. <laughs> oh, the press! <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're media. Give us a good mm -hmm. parking spot, you know. Um, but uh, so, but if you click on there, you can see the types of events. There was a Saint Vincent de Paul event this summer that we were at, and Nicole's right. The um, there are starting to be events back in the parishes, and we'd like to have a physical presence there to help spread the word about uh, the quest and make sure people know we're here and they're listening. And then if they do want to get involved, there are actually a lot of different ways to get involved. The monetary support obviously is critical, but volunteer support, that's, that's the engine that makes this go. I'm looking at your notes, Nicole, here, and uh, something just struck me that you've done. Uh, I've done live aboard catamaran sailing in the British Virgin Islands twice. Yes. I want to share a story with you, and then I want to talk to you about sailing. Okay. okay? Yep. Um, <clears throat> and this was, I felt like the Lord was working crazily in my life, um, and this was a number of years ago. I was invited by a priest friend who had a sailboat um, to go sailing, and uh, so my wife and I and a couple of our children went sailing in Pelican Rapids, Minnesota, and uh, it was a beautiful uh, catamaran actually or no it's a tri it was a tri trimaran very large boat and uh the boat the, the priest didn't own it but his friend did and we went sailing and we we're going sailing. I was like this was amazing just being out sailing and the owner said would you like to drive it i said wait a minute, i've never sailed in my life uh, and and i'm sure the word isn't drive um when you're sailing <laughs> there's all sorts of lingo for it but he said would you like to learn how to how to sail i said yeah he said well come back and sit over here and i said so wait a hold a minute what does this boat cost? And he said, oh, it's more than my house. <laughs> like, no, that's scary. Anyway, we go sailing, <clears throat> and we're sailing for hours, and it starts to get dark. And I'm still, you know, running the rigging and the, and, and, and the tiller and, and stuff, and he's just like, oh, yeah, uh, pull this way, and oh, we're going to shift the boom over, watch your head, and boom, we're shifting it back and forth. And, and he's just talking to the priest and stuff, and it's getting darker and darker, and I'm still just trying to watch the... Um, the the tells up there and which direction it goes he told me to do first time I ever sailed in my life and we're coming up to the dock he goes well, yeah the second dock on the right and i'm seeing a, a row of lights okay just a light it's it's very very dark and I, i'm thinking waiting for him to come back and take over and he's yeah i will turn on the little motor he said we're going to pull down he said and i want you to dock it uh, it's, it's going to be right there <laughs> you're going to take over at some point right he doesn't he just keeps talking and i'm and then going Lord, I'm going to destroy this man's boat. You got to help. And I couldn't see a thing. I couldn't see a thing. I could see two lights. And I felt at that moment the Lord saying to me, just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. Wow. And so I'm, 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 I'm running the, this, this boat into the, into the, between these two lights. And I get in there and I hear a, and I shut it off. And I'm like, oh, I just hit something. He said, he turned and he said, wow, have you sailed before? I said, no. He goes, that was perfect. <laughs> I drove home in a conversation to the Lord, go, what are you doing? I've sailed three times in my life, and every time this happens to me, they give me the tiller and they walk away. And I, I've only sailed twice. You got it. 
And every time I dock, it's in a storm. There's wind, and it's perfect. And I feel like the Lord just keeps saying to me, we're going out sailing, <clears throat> and I got it. All I want you to do is keep moving forward. That's my story of sailing. I've been sailing. <laughs> my, my sons are now in sailing. They love to sail. Wow. They take some lessons, and my, my son has a sailboat. I still don't know how to run his sailboat. That's my story of sailing. Tell me your stories well, of sailing. Say, that's very appropriate because it seems to align with what you're doing here. This is what it feels like you know a sailboat, and we're just you just keep going, right? We just keep with moving the, forward. With the pledge drive. So, uh, I wish I could say that I knew how to sail anywhere near as even well as you do. I, I each time I'd like to think that I was even a good first mate, but I. I enjoyed the sailing for the kicking back and letting somebody else do the work. So each time I did the live aboard, there was someone else who was the captain. But I just enjoyed it so much. I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a very well-traveled person, but of the travels that I have done, uh, that by far is my favorite form of traveling. And just um, just amazing being out on open open water with the silence of the sails, you know, no um, no motors humming in the background. And one of the best experiences I had on one of the trips I did was we um, got to dock in Virgin Gorda and made our way to St. Ursula Catholic Church. And it was so neat to do a mass uh, in a foreign country, which was English speaking, but they had the thick thick island accent. And it was the mass that we all are familiar with. And yet there was this island vibe to it. Their songs were different. It was just beautiful and amazing. And it just made me love our Catholic faith so much more, like that everywhere you go in the world, there's a mass and they're the same, regardless of the language. It was just so neat. And I'll always remember that experience. If you just join us, you're hearing the voice of Nicole Janney. Um, My name is Steve Smolenskowski. We're in studio here with Jack Tyson and Dom Volano uh, talking about well, our Catholic faith. I want to talk a little bit more about sailing. I'm sorry, I'm just I'm, I'm going to get off on the sailing thing, but uh, it's just <clears throat> when you're out there sailing, um, and, and you're so you don't have to run the boat. You're enjoying the wind blowing through your hair and stuff. What experiences of God have you have you had in, in those times? Just to, his his presence and how does that speak to you? It's immense. I uh, I think the ocean in general. Anytime that I'm near the ocean, I, the Lord feels so present. It's the vastness of it, and especially if you're out on a sailboat and you can no longer see land. In particular, it's just this vastness and this big sky above you, this wide open ocean, and this whole set of life beneath you that you can't even begin to imagine. Everything that's going on under there. That's when you really think about the vastness of creation, the amazingness of it, the greatness of our Lord, the mysteries of life and what the Lord has put out there for us. It's just, it all becomes so, it's all one big package then that, you know, just overwhelms you. I think it's the great thing of nature is it is the, the Lord's reminder of his presence mm-hmm. to us. You know, and we, one of the things we'd be careful of is not to worship nature, but to worship the God of nature. He's the one who created exactly. it all. Yeah. And it's just a really a, a very, uh, very a tiny reflection of his goodness, of his greatness. Jack, are, are you a outdoorsman, or do you enjoy nature? We do. My wife and I uh, like to travel a lot, but ironically, we're not beach people at all, uh, and water people. Although your story sounded eerily familiar to some some uh, versions that we've read in the Bible about uh, yeah. choppy waters, and I've got this, and you know, have 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 faith. Um, no, we when we uh, when we have a chance to travel, we head for the mountains. And we head for the hills. And uh, my favorite type of tree is uh, aspen trees. And my wife always says the the aspen leaves, when they're fluttering in the wind, because when they're green, they're two different shades. And then when when fall comes, they turn yellow. And so when they're fluttering, they you know you you see this sort of glistening. And she always says they're speaking to you again, aren't they? You know. And uh, but you're right. It's 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 you know the God of nature made all of that possible. And I think you you just sit there and, and you just let it happen. You just soak it in. You don't you don't have to do anything to love it. Just just be there. And yeah. So ours our our um. Uh, version of Nicole's story, we, it happens at elevation. Well, I love what you're, well, you know, and honestly, it makes me think of the Lord. So the Lord went to the sea to call his, his apostles who were fishermen and they were out at sea. But when he wanted to pray, he went to the mountain. Okay. Mm-hmm. He went to a secluded place to pray in the mountain. And of course, my wife and I, I love the sea. I love the mountain. I love mountain streams. So that's how you connect the mountain mm-hmm. and the sea. It's all connected, but always beautiful. One thing, a great reminder to me, and my, my spiritual director is always telling me, Steve, I want you to pray for an ocean of peace. 
I want you to stay in the peace. That's the only place you make decisions. And I want you to always pray for an ocean of peace and that kind of sense of sailing out there. And I've been out there where you're like, you close your eyes and you're, and I've even been floating in the water where you're just like, yeah. This is an ocean of peace. There's, I'm, I have no. You know, when you're floating in the water, you, you, it's like I've given everything to the Lord, and I'm sitting here floating in the water, and He is absolutely in control. And then you go to the mountains, and you're like the maj- majesty of the Lord. Uh, of, of, uh, how did this happen? And He's, and He's even greater than this majesty. Whoa! Don't you feel that at Mass as well? <laughs> yeah. Well, and let's go there. That's where, we're like, so we can encounter Christ in in nature, but then He draws us into. The deeper union in his sacraments right it's it it starts and ends there and and i, I know we're coming up on a break in a minute right. here you know hopefully we'll have a chance to uh, chat about we got to know a whole nother half hour yeah but, we can, but we tease can us into it jack yeah we'll it's you know it's um i know you know within the archdiocese and probably you know worldwide there was a lot of fear that or uh you know that when when the pandemic started to ease that people wouldn't come back to mass. And I read a lot about that. And, and, you know, but when you're there, I mean, you know, the fact that there's a percentage of Catholics who don't believe in the real presence just astonishes me because, you know, when, when that is happening, when that miracle is happening during the mass, you can feel it amongst the congregation. We know what's happening and we are, we are as at peace as you can be. That's right, folks. And we want to be at peace. We want that ocean of peace. Um, and we want to bring it to others. So give us a call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or online, thequestatlanta.com. Uh, we'd like to thank Boots for checking in. Thanks, Sophia, for leading us to prayer, leading us in prayer to St. Joseph. Awesome. Yep. Mark, thank you for checking in. Margaret, in honor of Christine Falucco, um, who was on earlier. And also, Betsy, thank you for checking in with your very nice gift. Diane, I'd like to thank you in honor of George Atem, Father Henry's dad. Maybe there's a story there. We'll come back to that later. Also, John, thank you for checking in and giving us a very nice gift. Folks, you can join us, 470-508-1160. We've raised this hour $705 towards our $3,000 goal. A match, dollar for dollar. Give us a shout, 470 470- 508-1160 or online thequestatlanta.com. We'll be right back. The Quest presents A Daily Dose of Virtue with Jay Tremonti from Venture with Virtue. What's the outcome you want for your life? What about your children? If our ultimate goal is heaven, then we need to form habits that help lead us there. Habits are essential because we become what we do, and virtue is just that, the habit of doing good. Do you know what the number one predictor of your child's spiritual life is? I'll give you a hint. It's your spiritual life. If we want our children to get to heaven, we have to set the example for them to follow. It starts with the habit of prayer. Prayer is the foundation for the virtues that lead to heaven. Prayer has the greatest impact when it's the first thing we do in the morning. When we start the day with prayer, it spills over and touches the rest of our day. And that is powerful. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Hi, this is Georgette Samaritan, a cradle Catholic from Kennesaw, Georgia. I'm so blessed to have Atlanta's Catholic radio station, The Quest, in my life. Each program feeds my mind and my soul in some special way and deepens my focus on those issues that matter the most in my life, namely my relationship to our Lord and His Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. Loving Father, We thank you for the many ways you have blessed our lives. We thank you for the quest and the listeners who encounter you through this station. You are a powerful God, and we need Catholic Radio now more than ever. We pray that the three days of this pledge drive will be fruitful. We offer it to you with total abandonment and trust. We look forward to the treasures you will share through our guests. Lord, blanket the quest with the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth and love. O Holy Spirit, you are the consolation of our hearts and the inspiration of our best achievements. 
As we seek your guidance, we envision the apostles at Pentecost filled with a new wisdom and understanding on fire to spread the word of God to all who would listen. Let us have a measure of that Pentecost for your glory. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. Amen. Hello, I'm Monsignor Jim Fennessy from All Saints Parish. This is my favorite prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. This is The Quest, our final day of our pledge drive, our final morning of our pledge drive. We will have one afternoon coming this afternoon with our pledge drive, but we need your help. Uh, wonderful three days, folks. Thank you so much for your help. Uh, here's an update. The first two hours today, we've made our goals, and you've uh, been so generous to help us get to that $3,000 goal, both our 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock hour. Now here in our 10 o'clock hour, we've raised about $755. Dollar for dollar match this hour again. So give us a shout. Help us get to that $3,000 goal by calling 470-508-1160. You can join Kathleen, who checked in in honor of Nicole. Kathleen, or do you know? Oh, okay. Uh, you can say it now. Your mic's on now. Thanks, Mom. There you go. Thanks, Mom. We, we appreciate that call, Kathleen. You can join Kathleen at 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or online at thequestatlanta.com, giving on the mobile app or on our website. Thank you so much. Steve Splonskowski here in studio with Nicole Janney and Jack Tyson. And we went into the break talking about <clears throat> nature and how it is such a, uh, a great... Uh, reminder of the majesty of God. And then, uh, Jack, we start talking about the sacraments and how they in themselves uh, also, or even more so, obviously, show us uh, the majesty. Let's, let's, let's go here a little bit. Uh, sacraments. Uh, what are some of the most uh, powerful sacraments you've experienced, uh, Jack, in your life? And, and how so? How have they been powerful in your life? Well, I'll, I'll start with the obvious, you know, you know, receiving the Eucharist, you know, a um, couple, couple of years ago, it was a Advent or, or Lenten mission at, at St. Bridget, uh, the priest that was presenting it, he was talking about the mass and, and the Eucharist. And, and he made a comment that I'll, I'll never forget. He said, you know, if you're of a certain age, you've received the Eucharist maybe thousands of times but not nearly enough, right? So how do you get up in the morning and say, I have a chance to receive my Lord, but nah, I think I'll watch SportsCenter instead, you know? So that's, you know, that's a, that's a big one. So whether people are going to daily mass or they're going to pick it up during, um, you know, Advent or Lent or different times of the year and, and all of that kind of stuff to be able to, you know, receive the Eucharist on a, on a regular basis is a, a gift we can't even explain, right? Uh, barely understand. The other uh, is reconciliation. So, like a, a a lot of people, and you know, even though I'm a cradle Catholic, I've had gaps in my uh, let's just say regularity. And for uh, for many years, you know, I never never went to reconciliation, but I knew better. I knew I needed to go. And and I was, we were sitting uh, at mass one one Sunday, and the priest was he he told the story of Ali Ali Oxenfree, you know, which I, I had to actually go back and, and read up on it to remember. But but essentially, there's a part in the game where everybody can come out from hiding and you, you have no risk. 
And he used that as a metaphor for reconciliation. You have no risk. And so I went, I went to confession a couple days later. That priest was sitting in the confessional. I told him it had been many years since my, my last confession, and we went through the list. I heard one of your guests this morning talking about the list. And, and he said, you know, I'm so happy that you're here today, but tell me why today? And I answered, I just said, Ali, Ali, oxen free. And he, if, if this was like a cartoon, he would have like sprung out of the chair, you know, I don't know who was happier, him or me. And, you know, so you talk about a feeling of peace, you know, and now through, um, going through a, um, welcome weekend, you know, the chirp weekends, which we call welcome weekends now and hearing other people having, you know, similar gaps, um, now, um, now I go every month, basically. Now I look forward to going because how do you not do that? How do you not do that? It's another gift that we have. You know, I think about it in the church, the wisdom of the church. I had a friend back in, this was when I was a teenager, um, who wasn't, they were Catholic, but they weren't going to Mass anymore or confession. And they said, okay, so tell me this thing about confession. Do you have any, you know, what, what's your thinking about confession? And I said, well, you know, I think of it this way. It's free counseling. The church is so intelligent in knowing that we need to share with another human being, another person, our struggles, and we need to get feedback. And who better to do that than the priest who has gone through many, many years of spiritual direction and has a relationship with the Lord to help us understand how the Lord is working in our life. I said, it's really just very, very intelligent. <laughs> of course, the Lord is he's more than intelligent. He's all powerful. But I just it's just really common sense that people pay hundreds and thousands of dollars to go to counseling and the church says how about free counseling coming to confession you know and the, of course spiritual direction is a deeper version of uh, you know spiritual direction is even greater than that where you see what the lord's working in life so it's like why wouldn't i take advantage of that you know and through the monsignor um, reynolds charity challenge we've gotten to know a lot of the seminarians who, who are you know coming up, and several of them have now been ordained and all that. And to a man, they all say one of the things that they're looking forward to most is you know the sacrament of reconciliation and helping people through that process. So you know while we might be a little reticent or or hesitant to to do it because our egos get in the way or whatever it happens to be, the person on the other you know, in the other chair, because they're not always behind a screen now. Um, they're eager. They're happy for you to be there because they know the gift that you're about to receive. Nicole, some of your favorite, uh, most powerful sacraments in your life. Uh, I promise I'm not saying this one just because my husband is listening, but marriage, for sure. Um, it just has been a sacrament that I could say was instrumental in bringing me closer to the Lord. Um, it's a sacrament that I keep hearkening back to in relying on the Lord. Um, my husband and I talk all the time about having God in our in our marriage is critical, and it's critical to all marriages if they're going to be happy and successful. Uh, it's just it's a beautiful sacrament, and we love that we see it as that as our marriage is a, is a sacramental marriage, um, not just you know, a piece of paper, as mm -hmm. people like to say. So um, that one for me has been, I would say, the the most powerful in my life thus far. Yeah. Well, that's a great, a great reminder. I, I am uh, I'm studying for the diaconate, and I'm, I'm excited about the sacrament of holy orders, which is what would be uh, the, the final final step in, uh, in, in that. And I, uh, again, the Eucharist for me is, is huge. Um, like you said the, before, you said, Jack, you know, the beginning and the end, going to Mass. And for myself, you know, so we live out in the country. We're 45 minutes uh, from the parish that we go to church at. And uh, I've often said to the Lord, you know, I'd like to go to daily Mass. And I take my spiritual directors like, I'd like to go to daily Mass. He said, Steve, you're a father of seven children. <laughs> you live where you live. Um, you need to ask the Lord if he wants that. And he has to make it possible if he wants that for you. Uh, and it's like... There's a desire to go to daily mass, but we, we can't do it because of where we live and, and with our family life. So what they, he invited us to do is do a spiritual communion. And so we as a family every morning do a spiritual communion um, and, and then try to go to daily mass when we can, when, we, when we're in town. Uh, and so it's just that, but being at the Eucharist, being at mass and, and the, uh, you know, 
the the ministry of the word before mass and and focusing on scripture and then that entrance into the into the mystery of the mass and the sacrifice and then receiving the eucharist um it, i always and i sing in the choir my wife my family and i sing in the choir at our parish and i always kind of just kind of when we're singing if i know the song without the words can close my eyes and imagine that we're surrounded by a choir of angels and at the eucharist the lord walks in and he's like, you know, it's just like, it kind, of, kind of the sense of, you walk, it's like the football team coming in the stadium, except for it's just him, right? And you're like, he's here. He, I mean, he's been there. But of course, in the Eucharist, in a special way, he's he present to us. And so oftentimes, that's just my sense. I like to actually be at Mass with my eyes shut. Mm-hmm. I like to just I be, anytime I can at Mass with my eyes shut, there's just that, his presence. You said you too also? Yep. Mm-hmm. I like to close my eyes during many of the prayers. It just, I, and I just like you i envision like all the angels and saints there with us and especially when people are singing it's so neat yeah yeah i close my eyes when i'm saying the rosary each afternoon which i usually do right after work i work uh, home office and so i sit down and of course in an office environment there are a lot of distractions so one of the reasons is is that i i uh to to close my eyes but the other is that i uh, the last thing that I look at before I close my eyes is just a printout that I that I have. Actually, I have it in the book here, but it's where um, Mary's quote from um, the wedding at Cana, where she says, "Do whatever he tells you." So I look at that, close my eyes, say the rosary, and and I I half expect her to be standing there when I open my eyes again. <laughs> you know, twenty minutes later or whatever it is. <laughs> one of these times she will be. She will be. Or I heard one of your guests talking about. You know they were they were closing the, they closed their eyes and the sun was shining on you know a, a photo or uh, a picture of Jesus and and he was sort of uh, 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 I guess he had like a halo around him and she had never seen it before you know and so it's it's kind of that that type of thing where you expect it but it's unexpected yeah you know, Nicola you mentioning the the sacrament of marriage um, and my wife and I have been married for twenty one years it reminds me of something that my wife and I experienced recently. We like to go, so we live out in the country, and, and in the morning, uh, when it's when it's not cold, which is you know about three months out of the year, <laughs> where you are, <laughs> uh, where we're at in Minnesota. But we we have a gravel road that we go down, and we were we would go for walks, and we were this uh, this summer we were going for walks in the morning, and I was walking along, and early in the morning, and there's a wheat field that was still green, um, hadn't wasn't mature yet, and we were walking along, and I looked over, and Jacinta and I were walking next to her, and I saw our shadows. And then around that was like this glow. And I said, Jacinta, look, look over there. And we had this, it was every morning we'd go out. And it was, I think it was, it was the sunlight reflecting off of the dew on the wheat. But it created a glow only around us. Wow. And I said, I said, this is like the Lord putting a protection around us as a couple when we are together Going out and we would share. And when we went on these walks, we would talk about what's going on in, in the family. Where is the Lord working in our lives? It was that we actually would have those conversations. I said, and every morning I'd look over and say, "There's the glow. There's the glow." And it was just kind of a reminder of in marriage, He really you know draws us together, binds us together, and puts His protection around us yes. in that sacrament. I agree. So it's just a, a just a, when you mentioned it's like hey, that's right. It's just a great reminder of that sacrament. You know, I tell. Many times my wife and I have gone to spiritual direction together. Uh, we go separately, but then together and say, you know, because our spiritual director will say to us, the Lord will speak to you through your spouse yep. if you let him. And so a lot of our discernment has been, Lord, I, or uh, honey, I, just sent, I, 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 I hear the Lord saying this to me. What is he saying to you? She's like, mm, he hasn't said that to me yet. Okay, very good. We'll just wait. <laughs> but other times she's like, you know, yeah, uh, he's... We, kind of our relationship is kind of like this. I'm Saint Peter. My 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 favorite saint probably that I always go to in Scripture is Saint Peter because I'm like him. I'm coming impetuous. I one moment I'm doing saying great things, and the next moment I'm saying stupid things. And, and you're out on the water. <laughs> I am out on the water, right? And my wife is like Saint John. She really she's very quiet um, and she's very close to the Lord, and she always recognizes. And very often for us, I look to her and say. This is what I think is happening, and she will say, "It is the Lord." That one, that one story where after, after the resurrection, and I love meditating on this, where they're out fishing. Peter saying, "But Peter, Christ is it has been crucified," and he says, "I'm going fishing," and they all say, "We're going with you." He goes out fishing. They fish all night, 
And in the morning, the Lord comes on the, on the shore and he says, children, have you caught anything? He's calling grown men. Yeah. Children, have you caught anything? No. Cast your net to the starboard side. They do. It's full. And John says to Peter, it is the Lord. Um, and so that's kind of the relationship in our marriage where it's like, honey, it is the Lord. Yeah. Uh, it's just a great gift. It's the, it's the sacrament that requires another person in order for it to be a sacrament. Mm-hmm. The other sacraments are between you and the Lord. And it's the one that it, it can't be complete without that other person. That's a great point. I never thought about that. That's beautiful. <laughs> you know, my, uh, my wife went through RCIA, I guess, 2008. So a lot of the learning that she had was new to her and kind of like a light bulb going on for me. You know, I had heard a lot of things before, maybe forgotten them, maybe didn't un- understand them. So to, yeah, to sort of step back and watch her then go through that journey definitely has, you know, has strengthened my faith. So yeah, you're, you know, we become one in more ways than one, mm-hmm. right? Folks, if you're just joining us, this is the quest. You're saying, where's our regular programming? Well, this is our pledge drive, and uh, this is our final day of the pledge drive. We are here to ask for your help to continue this message. We're here sharing our stories because we're hoping that you are recognizing the Lord's presence in your life. It's not if he's there. He is there. Are you recognizing him? Do you see what he's doing in your life? Take a look around and say, Lord, where are you? This is what we do in Catholic Radio. We help people we help ourselves and we help others be reminded of Christ's presence to us always, just like the radio waves are always present, but sometimes we just don't see them. Matter of fact, we never see them. We can only pick them up if we have ears and radios. So give us a call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or online, thequestatlanta.com, thequestatlanta.com. A little update. Jennifer just checked in uh, with a gift, and Jennifer is calling in from Clark's Summit, PA. So, mm. oh. That's that's definitely somebody I know, because okay. my parents are in Clark's Summit. All right, very good. Well, thank you for your gift, and uh, checking in at 470-508-1160. Update this hour, $780 towards our $3,000 goal. Dollar for dollar match, folks. Help us make that goal. Give online at thequestatlanta.com. Dot com. Just 10 minutes left here in this hour. Um, and then we have to start over again and try for another goal, folks. So help us this hour right now. Uh, in studio, Nicole Janney and Jack Tyson. My name is Steve Splonskowski. Also here, Dom Volano running the board. Hey, Dom, I didn't ask you the question. You want to turn your mic on? What's, your, what, what's the most powerful sacrament in your life? Have you experienced? experience before it's been a sacrament in your life. it's been many i mean you don't remember your baptism right no. <laughs> i can try to remember you can try to remember <laughs> but no yeah i think just the eucharist is one of the most important like the most important like things that i have like your whole life it happens every week you can go daily and receive the eucharist and it just it's it's the lord and that's yeah i can i can just say that's the most like, for me that's the most important sacrament for me yeah, yeah it is the lord, lord. Good point. Good point. He's like John. It is the Lord. <laughs> it is. It's no more complicated than that. Right. It is. It is. It is that simple. Mm. Yeah. Well. Uh, so Nicole, uh, in our last, uh, I guess we got nine minutes left here. Um, what would you? Uh, what do you think? Uh, kind of. You know. Sometimes in these conversations, like I want to ask the question: What do our listeners? There's somebody out there listening right now, and they need to hear uh, a certain message so that that will draw them to seek a relationship with the Lord. Um, any thoughts on what, uh, what the Lord might be calling somebody out there right now to, to consider, to pray about? Well, I would say keep listening. I mean, the fact that the, the person is listening to Catholic radio right now, there's a reason why they've tuned in. And keep listening, because the Lord will tell you what you need to know as long as you keep listening. Um, we're so busy talking all the time. Um, thinking um, there's a lot of noise around us all the time that it's hard to just sit and listen. But uh, I can say personally that listening to Catholic radio has helped to bring me closer to the Lord. There's always some pearl that I get each time that I listen. Um, 
I tend to take our faith more intellectually. That's one of the things I love about the Catholic faith. It is a very intellectual faith. And by listening to Catholic radio, I have learned about certain books that I might want to read that will keep leading me closer to the Lord. Um, and so keep listening, I think, is the message. Um, and Catholic radio gives you that opportunity to listen. That's exactly what you do when you're listening to the radio. And then in turn, you learn to listen to the Lord. He conveys his messages in many ways, and this is one of the ways he does that. Directly from Scripture, from scripture those who have ears ought to hear. It comes up so many times. Jack, how about you? Yeah, I, I think it's the same thing. You know, it's, it's funny, a lot of Saturday mornings I'll do a, a hike not far from here, not far from the Quest Studio at uh, Lita Thompson Park in, in Roswell. And it's a great hiking area. If you're driving past, you'd never know how much property is, you know, right over the hill and great, you know, elevation changes and all that. So I'll, I've, I'll have my phone with me, I'll put my earplug in, and I start listening to the Quest. And it's, it's Saturday morning, and, you know, so I'll hear Dr. Doctor, maybe um, uh, they could be saints, you know, different different shows. And the, the funny thing is, you always hear something that inspires you. And usually on my way home, about a half mile from here, there's a Catholic bookstore. And I'll run in and I just, and I'll say, I just heard on the quest, blah, 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 you know, about something. Do you have a book about or whatever? And they said, they said, wow, that's like our best advertisement is people listening, uh, you know, to the quest and, uh, and then getting inspired to come in here to the Catholic bookstore. But you're right. It's, it comes to you. It's since day one, every single time I'm listening, I'm, I'm hearing something. I always tell the story about Remember the Jake from insurance company commercials that we saw on TV? <laughs> All right. Um, the very first one, the guy is in the living room and he's on the phone and it kind of looks like it might be kind of a shady conversation that he's having. And his wife says, hey, who, you know, who are you talking to? It's the middle of the night. You know, that, that type of thing. Well, one night it was like 1130 at night and my wife comes to the top of the stairs and she goes, it's 1130. What are you watching? And I go, well, I'm watching EWTN. And she goes, well, what in the world on EWTN could you be watching at almost midnight? I go, well, Women of Grace. I watch it every night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was our Jake from Insurance Company moment, you know. And, you know, I, I didn't know, it, you know, I just bumped into it and I liked it. And, you know, I think I think people will have the same experience. Folks, give us a call. 470-508-1160, or give online at thequestatlanta.com. Just five minutes to the top of the hour, and the needle has stopped moving. We need your call. We're still at that $780 raised this hour. Give us a shout. Help us out. 470. Hey, that rhymed. Give us a shout. Help us out. 470-508-1160. Sometimes the right thing comes out of my mouth. Or give online, thequestatlanta.com. Uh, I want to talk a little bit real quick, uh, Jack, about this parish events uh, planning. No. Participation. Yeah, participation. Yeah. A, a group. Do you have all the people you need for that, or do you, do you need some more volunteers? Well, we definitely want to keep growing, right? We we started with about a dozen people, and 12 seems to be a good number to start with, you know? Mm. And we've been slowly growing, but we're we're quickly becoming our own little, you know, we're, we're cheerleaders. We're cheerleaders for the quest. And, and along those lines, I want, to, I want to thank my fellow volunteers who've been helping the last couple of days. So folks from the from the PEP committee who've helped for the last couple of days, of course, Nicole, Alice, Mary Margaret, Georgiana, she's on the phone right now, Matt, Paula, Charlie, Patty, Selena, Allison, Allison, your co-host next hour. We're all on that little committee together. But yes, we definitely want to keep growing. And, and even if there's somebody from your parish already on the committee, we're trying to use a buddy system, right? So it's not all on one person to be the key contact in, in their parish. So call in the same number and just say, hey, I want to learn more about the PEP committee and we can have a conversation. And just this week, we had our first uh, I guess virtual celebration. One of one of our newest members, uh, Nick and his wife uh, Jenny, had their second son, and we were able to share the good news with everybody on the committee, and everybody just chimed in. And you know, we've only known each other for a very short time, but you know, we're all friends now. That's wonderful. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Say, hey, I want to donate to the quest, and I want to be part of that pep committee. 
470-508-1160 or online at thequestatlanta.com. I think you can also give a message there. Stephanie, thank you for checking in in honor of Jerry and Sally. So thank you for that gift. Uh, that would be a Deacon Jerry and Sally were on last last hour. Um, and also Mary Mack, uh, Mary checking in here, uh, giving a gift online. So Mary, thank you so much for that, that gift. You can join Stephanie and Mary by calling 470-508-1160 or giving online thequestatlanta.com. Nicole, Janney, thank you so much for being here with us this Thank hour. you, Steve. This was so fun. Yeah. And Jack, are you sticking with me or you have to step out? I have to step out. So okay. Allison will, will come in from the on-deck circle and she'll carry the next two hours. Well, Jack, it's been an honor being here with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And, and thanks to your beautiful family. We, we met them and had a chance to chat with them. Yeah. It's, you have a great family. I am blessed. Uh, and my children are good because they take after their mother. When they're bad, <laughs> they take after me. So hopefully they're good more than not. Folks, 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160 or online thequestatlanta.com help us get to that $3,000 goal this hour we are at $880 uh, this hour towards that $3,000 goal dollar for dollar match still available also all monthly donors again if you've given a gift over these last couple of days a, a one-time gift would you consider calling back and making a monthly gift would you consider $10 a month would you consider $20 a month would you consider $30 a month? Would you consider $40 a month? I could keep going, but I won't. But I want you to consider a monthly gift to the quest, gift of first fruits. I'm saying to the Lord, I know you will take care of me for the next 12 months, and I'm going to prove that I know you're going to take care of me for the next 12 months because I'm going to make a pledge to the quest at 470-508-1160 or online, thequestatlanta.com. Dot com. We will be back after this break. We do have to step away for a legal ID, so uh, give us a call. But we will be right back after this. This is AM 1160 WCFO, East Point, Atlanta, The Quest. The Quest.